Welcome to Vegan Hacks. Here, before you, I think you sighed in the middle of my, well, I mean, we have separate tracks, but whatever. We'll try it again. Try it again. (gasps) (laughs) What are you doing, Mike? I was holding my breath, so I didn't make any noise on your intro. (laughs) Can you hold your breath for the entire podcast? (laughs) Sure, I'll just sit here and listen to you. (laughs) He's actually eating right now. He's multitasking. He's chewing. This makes for a great slowly. Radio. Well, I mean, I, the audience needs to know what's happening. You have reached Vegan Hacks. You found us, and we found you. Welcome. My name's Jason Cartalian. I'm your host. My name's Michael Keller. I'm your co-host. <laughs> so how are you, Mike Keller? I'm great. I was up until 5 a.m. editing last night, but other than that, I'm great. I've kind of like a, I've had some rough sleep and trying to get back to the normal grind. From work or anxiety or what? Well, everyone had kind of extended days off except for me because I have such a flexible schedule. So I didn't have days off. Mm-hmm. So now people are going back to school and back to work. And, you know, I'm trying to readjust to business as usual. I'm so glad it's business as usual. Which is... Holiday, holidays are stressful. Business as usual is unusual for me. Yeah, just nonstop cranking out videos with your wonderful radio voice extolling the virtues of KFC or whatnot. KFC? What's that? What does that stand mm-hmm. for? Kentucky Fried Vegan. <laughs> All right. So I guess this episode Ooh, you is... just clipped. What'd you say? You're like, all right, and it was like definite clipping. Well, it's not clipping on us because we get we're we're better than that. Oops! It only clips on Zoom. Got it. Regardless of that, so this episode is about fast food because I guess all these fast food places want to um, capitalize on veganuary. Yes. Capitalize away. Cash in on us, corporate overlords, as long as we get vegan options. But they giveth and then they take it away. You know, it's not. No, they can't take it this time. <laughs> you have to giveth and leaveth. Okay, well, should, let's start with our German accent because uh, get what are we going to talk about, Mike Keller? Volkswagen? <laughs> no. So, uh, so... What's German that has to do with veganism? Bra- fried chicken? It's not Would you German. Would like to discuss fried chicken? It's American oh, German. Uh, Wiener Schnitzel? Yes! What's it, Wiener Schnitzel? This is based on an article in Veg News. Der Wiener Schnitzel just launched its first vegan hot dog at yes. all 327 locations. I'm so here for that. I didn't know that. I'm so excited. I've already had the vegan chicken like last whatever year or something when they tried it out. I want to try this hot dog right now. This instant. And Der Wiener Schnitzel is uh, the world's largest hot dog chain. Well, now there's going to be lines down the block f- at Der Wiener Schnitzel. I'm so here for this. So it's going to be uh, our favorite company, Field Roast. It's their signature stadium dog. And uh, it's made with pea, brown rice, fava bean protein, and double smoked using maple hardwood. And, I mean, I like field roast stuff. 
Yeah, I, it, but it's that Canadian company, right? You you had an issue with them? Well, I mean, they're for being <laughs> killers. <laughs> they, they definitely, you know, massacre a lot of cows. Yeah. Um. I and and my favorite, um, whatever corporate shill. His name is Dan Curtin. He has mm-hmm. a quote. He's the guy from Greenleaf, which is the fig leaf company that that holds on to. <laughs> Field the roast. Green, the greenwashed subsidiary. <laughs> of Maple Leaf. The largest factory farm in Canada. So anyway, this is what Dan Curtin has to say. Few foods stir passions like hot dogs. And we're proud to satisfy that all-American hot dog craving for plant-based consumers nationwide through our continuing partnership with Wiener Schnitzel. That's a mouthful, man. Is this supposedly a test or is it forever? Well, I mean, they're introducing it during January. I mean, it's at all locations at least. I mean, I don't know. It's, uh, I mean, where do they? They have a bunch of uh, Wiener Schnitzels in like the San Fernando Valley, right? Yeah, there's one down the street from me on Laurel Canyon. No way. Yeah, yeah. It's not far. And right? you're you're in the nice part of the valley. Well, I mean, <laughs> is the valley nice? But I, I think Studio City is like the Beverly Hills of the Valley, isn't it? Uh, yes, it's the uh, Riviera. <laughs> it's the French Riviera of the, of, of the Valley. <laughs> so it's anyway, not like yes. uh, Tahunga, you know? <laughs> Tahunga people are going to give us like hate mail. Yes, very good. Anyway, there's more. He, Tan Curtin has more to say, more important things to say. It's very urgent. I love this stuff. Okay. I love, he, Tell he us all about the, Dan. Wait, have you heard Dan Curtin's quotes before? He's a PR person, I, right? He's the president of Field Roast. Oh, they got the president, not just a PR person no, to well, make quotes. No, he's the pres- no, he's the president of Field Roast's parent company, Greenleaf Foods. Oh, he's a shade. Okay. <laughs> it's an honor to partner with such a popular and iconic restaurant chain where hot dogs aren't just an option. They're the menu's focus. I guess stating the obvious, is that the, the thing? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's cool. It's cool that there's a vegan option. I'll try it. You know, it's down the street for me. I don't think it'll be a problem. I just thought there's another hot dog chain. Is, is Nathan smaller than Wiener Schnitzel? I think it is, yeah. I mean, obviously, oh. I mean, they're quoting that it's the world's largest hot dog chain i mean you can google nathan's i I mean i know that there are some nathan's but it's a lot of nathan's but there must be more derviner schnitzel i guess yeah they also have an iconic architecture this kind of a-frame can you imagine uh like you you know how like that you people rent property to fast food places can you imagine owning the wiener schnitzel property and then that location goes out of business like what are you going to do with that weird a-frame trying to How, like get yeah. it to someone else like I, I once saw this place that was like very clearly once a taco bell and it because it had that old-fashioned taco bell like that they used to design mm. it like a pueblo and they somehow put like a fine dining restaurant in what was very clearly once a taco bell well do you remember the photo mats where they you mean they they developed film yeah there used to be these little drive-through places called photo mats and they were like little huts and some of those little huts were turned into like fireworks. Well, no, th- some of them were turned into key stores where people would stamp oh, keys. Okay. Some of them were like mobile coffee shops because, I mean, obviously, people don't get 
film developed like they used to. That you know, back no. before digital, they would go yeah, to these little I mean, places. That's a good reuse of the space. Yeah, but I've seen repurposed um, Taco Bells. Like I've seen Taco Bells that have been turned into better Mexican restaurants. Mm-hmm. I've seen Taco Bells being turned into uh, Thai restaurants. Yeah, but they they still bear that old Pueblo architecture. You know that quasi Pueblo ar- architecture. So, I mean, we're talking about Taco Bell. We might as well talk about their Yum brand partner. KFCZ. KFC. Yum, yum, yum. And in, hoping and base, basically waiting for Beyond to do their deal with Taco Bell so they can have some kind of plant-based the, meat the Trinity. Yes. KFC has introduced nationwide at all their stores... Beyond Chicken. Is it the same nuggets they had during that test like a year and a half ago? I have no idea. (laughs) Didn't you have it a year and a half ago during the test? I did not have it. Oh, you never had it? No. How was it? Oh, okay. I thought it was really good. It was pretty gross that they cook it in the same oil. But looking at your video, it looks like the same nugget. So I wonder what was the lag time? Like why? I guess they had to figure out the logistics for a year and a half. I don't know. Wait, I have a video? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you posted a video today. I posted of, a video? Oh, hmm. what a shock. <laughs> what did I what did I say in the video? That it was cooked in the same oil, which is gross. What else did I say in the video? That it's really yummy. <laughs> what else did I say in the video? It has a good texture. It doesn't look like a stepped on chicken. It looks like really chickeny and delicious. Good texture, good spice. Yeah, okay. Same oil, okay. gross. So first of all, it's cooked in the same oil as the, the the dead chicken parts. But I had a strategy when I went there. <laughs> that was smart. So what I did it's- was I went there right when it opened. And it was really funny because I got there at like 10 o'clock and they weren't ready. In fact, this 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 um, particular who the heck eats fried chicken at 10 in the morning? That's not <laughs> normal behavior. Some nutty person like myself. So this KFC was like going through renovations. It was like barely open. It was like sawdust on your chicken. <laughs> they had like workmen like in trucks and stuff like mm-hmm. surrounding the place and hammering and all the furniture was pulled out and the drive through was still there. But there were like three trucks like all doing certain things like some were Could painting. You dine in? No, no, no. All the dining furniture was out into the, the sidewalk. And it was like, I mean, it it was, it was almost closed, but anyway, so I got there at 10 and then I waited in my car because I saw some people in there, like they looked like they were working or around, like scurrying about. I went through the drive-thru, there was a sign that said drive-thru open. I waited there maybe five minutes and then someone said, oh, I'm sorry for the delay. And I ordered Beyond Fry Chicken. I got the six piece. It was $7.99, which I don't know if that's the regular price. So I think it's $7.99, which is like, I think we're paying like a dollar premium. That's high. It's, uh, I don't know, well, then inflation, I don't know what things should cost, but that sounds high. They're they're more substantial than a chicken nugget. That's good. Six pieces was a full meal. I guess so. I mean, they're, I mean, not for me because, you know, I'm insane, but you know. So anyway, I, I waited and then... Did you get I, any sides? I did not. I ordered my order and then the lady said something cool. She said, it's going to take about five to seven minutes for us to get the order. So it made me think 
that they were cooking it fresh. That they were cooking it fresh in fresh oil. That's nice. I mean, it could have been the oil from the night before. Most likely it was. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Wait, let's think this through for a second. Let's say I, I get there the normal time in the middle of the day. They've been cooking actual chickens there. Does Do fragments of the chicken fall off and float around in the oil, and then they'll end up on my vegan nuggets? Like, sort of, so I end up actually eating, like, little bits of chicken? The oil's like a soup. Particles and pieces of the chicken will spurge off into the... So you... I mean, I don't know how I can, like, fully complain. I eat those beyond... Uh, you know, Impossible Burgers at Burger King, aren't those cooked on the same grill? They are. Like, how do I avoid gross contamination? There's no way, you know? This is... I mean, it's it's encouraging and exciting that they have this option, but, like, y- you have to sort of, like, not think about it or you get so grossed out. You have to either choose to go to these places and be resigned to the fact that there'll be contamination or you don't go to these places. Like I yeah. did, a, I did a TikTok video about going here and going to the K the the KFC and ordering, but right away the the first thing I said was there's cross contamination. It's you you know they fry it in the same oil. I mean I, I right from the get go I'm like it's not for vegan purists, and the debate on the TikTok was whether or not these things are vegan or not. You know, oh, they're not vegan because, you know, you know the, the animals products is part of it. And and then there's also this other argument against corporate culture. Why are we supporting these horrible companies that kill all the chickens? So, I mean, mm-hmm. again, there are so many people that are against it. I mean, what is your argument, Mike Keller, for us supporting the Beyond Fry Chicken? Oh, I mean, as I've said before, it's... It, if if we encourage it, the every Beyond Fried, every customer who goes in there and makes the choice of getting the Beyond thing instead of the chicken, in aggregate, that saves chickens, right? Because the more people who buy the Beyond and the the instead of the regular chicken, uh, the less regular chicken they're ordering, the the less regular chicken is being supplied to meet the lower and lower demand. My argument for this is even. I think a a little more, I don't know, interpersonal, I think, too. I, I have this idea, too, where, like, let's say you're a kid, like you're a teenager, and your friends want to go to a fast food restaurant, uh, and you don't want to eat chicken. You, you, right. You're interested in being vegan or interested in eating plant-based mm-hmm. foods. You're not excluded from going with them. Now you can go with your friends, have mm-hmm. a similar experience, or maybe your friends might be interested in plant-based foods, and... The fact that this large chain is everywhere, it allows young people, old people, different people, people of different uh, uh, economic backgrounds yeah. to try plant-based foods. And and so I, I feel like that's an important element, the idea of that it being within the reach and and more accessible for people to... Get. I mean, obviously, the price maybe is not as accessible because it's like eight bucks for a little a, more yeah. for six nuggets. But the more people who order it, the lower the price will be, right? It, there gets to be like an economy of scale eventually. It's no longer it's no longer a super premium special item. It's no longer money grab. <laughs> well, I, again, Ethan Brown has claimed, and I'm waiting for it to actually happen, that his goal is to reach parity with meat. I got the nuggets. I brought them home. I lit them. I shot them. They were warm. They were still warm when I ate them. 
And uh, for, okay, first of all, I had some of the Beyond Chicken before, like I had the Beyond Chicken tenders when I was at Doghouse, and I did not like the Beyond Chicken tenders. So I was a little apprehensive about getting these and doing this thing and pushing out and trying these Beyond Chicken. You had to. You you have your finger on the pulse, and this is news. You had no choice. But I was pleasantly surprised. I thought that the taste definitely reminded me of Kentucky Fried Chicken when I ate it, whatever, 15 years ago. I thought it had a very nice salty junk foody bite, nice crunch. The chicken had a nice bite. It didn't seem like it was like textured protein nugget. It seemed more like a chicken breast. Um, I thought it was a home run. Honestly, for what it is. Wow. I, yeah, I liked it. Great. I'm doing a tennis clap. There were some people that had kind of negative views of these fried chicken pieces. Let's uh, hear it. Some people said that they were too chewy and rubbery. Okay. And some said they were over-seasoned. Okay. But overall, I think there's a lot of enthusiasm for them. Did you respond like the dude? Well, that's just your opinion, man. I know all sorts of, like there's all sorts of people throwing things out. Someone said, it doesn't have the signature nine spices or the KFC spices. I thought it did. Well, supposedly it's such a heralded secret that Mm -hmm. KFC doesn't release to third parties. Oh, so I get it. They didn't want uh, Beyond to knock off and leak the recipe. You'd think they could just put their spices on themselves, like, you know, get the materials from beyond and just dust it. Who knows? I just think that it tasted like KFC. I thought it was a good partnership. I think it worked good. Also, I think that I've seen some of these rollouts where the product is kind of a half-hearted product. And I don't think it's this way. I think that they went the extra mile. They really put a lot of energy into the product. Well, you know, it did take a, a year and a half between the test and the the you know delivery of these nuggets. So maybe in a year and a half, we'll get McPlants. Yeah, and they have a good product, and they're pushing it out to all these stores nationwide. Nice. So there we go. So anyway, I, I think that's our show. So we talked about fast food. Cool. So how are you, Mike Keller? How's your life? What did you have for lunch? Silent. Really? How was it? It's great. I loved it. I didn't have lunch yet. That was like sort of breakfast. Okay. That's why I was eating this cookie in the beginning, because I'm All hungry. All right. Well, well what I did had, you have for lunch? I had nuggets. <laughs> Chicken nuggets. That, that was your 10 a.m. breakfast. Okay, I'll tell you what I had. I had nuggets... And then I ate some cucumber salad. It was like this Chinese cucumber salad. 